0: You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast.
1: Welcome back to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Now that the bubble, um, these pre-playoff games are officially done, um, I thought it would be kind of fun for us to like pick... You know, an all-bubble NBA team, pick an MVP, um, and pick the best coach in the bubble. Um, I already know where Philip lands on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll start with MVP. Who is your bubble MVP? And we don't really gotta give explanations for this because I feel like the game we have spoken in depth about the games and it kind of speaks for itself. Um, so who's the bubble MVP for y'all? Devin Booker. <laughs> Dame, Dame for me. Dame, I'm going with Dame. Dame.
0: Dame, <laughs> Dame, I'm just, it was just so hard
1: though. Y'all messing me up. <laughs> no, like, am I missing something? I
2: mean, I could I, I thought maybe you could put Devin Booker in the conversation, but I had to think about it a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
2: And I said, no, dang. It's okay.
3: I swayed you. It was Demi Booker, but go ahead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so no one is, is going to put James Harden out there. And I'm only saying that because I was reading articles where people was like, he should be in that conversation. I don't really see it.
2: No. They
1: went, they
0: went four and four in a bubble. Right. I mean I mean why why is he in the conversation? You went four and four. It didn't like you just improved something. You did you did what you normally do during the season. Right. To me. Oh, maybe because when West, Westbrook went down, they were saying that uh and stepped up.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Nah, he's not in my okay. conversation. I'm cool. I
3: conquer.
1: Okay. So um as far as the all bubble teams now. I'm just going to do this, or we should do this just by the five, in your opinion, the five best players in the bubble um, from what you have seen. So this isn't necessarily a position thing, just who were the five best players for you guys?
0: Are we Damn. all giving one, Deion, or how are we doing this? Are we naming five or we all giving one? What?
1: Um, You can give five. You could give a couple, but, like, who are your top players?
2: I'll go Dame, Devin Booker. Okay. Phil?
3: I say Devin Booker, Dame Leonard.
1: Okay.
3: (laughs) I'm going Dame, Booker,
0: Luca, uh, TJ Warren, and if I
2: had a five, I'd probably go with Harden, maybe. I would go, instead of Harden, I'd actually go with the big man from um Denver, um, Jokic. I go. I go Jokic. Oh,
1: okay. Okay.
2: Does I agree that- ev- everyone. Everyone that that uh Kelvin said, but I would add Jokic
1: instead of Harden. Okay. I actually had the 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 same five as as Kelvin: Dame, Devin, T.J., Luca, James. Um, T.J really surprised me because he wasn't really on my radar. If I'm honest, he was not on my radar um prior to this bubble play, but I mean he 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 put it all out there. I gotta give it to him.
0: I agree. Uh, are, we, are we worried that no Laker was mentioned
2: though? I mean I don't think the Lakers played seriously. I, I yeah, don't think indeed. I think certain teams didn't play seriously. After this number one seed got set it's no there's no purpose in really like
1: you want to know what i think i think they played the clippers seriously like they literally gave it all they had like to win that first game but i do agree i think they clinched the nets game and once they kind of clinched out being number 1 mm-hmm. i can't i mean i haven't watched all of their games because it became a bit meaningless to me at that point mm-hmm. um but i don't know if they were like playing for well, let me rephrase because A D was in there walling out even after they clinched.
2: Um so that, that's because A D doesn't know what it's like to go make a deeper in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs>
0: but all right, so all right, so what about I'll say I, I'm only bringing up the Lakers like I'm bringing up the Bucks. They was a book there's the, the hands down bus teams. Okay. And, and they both went three and five in the bubble
1: you you want to know what my concern about the lakers are so one thing i got i have to give them props for is that they play the clippers really hard they generally play well against the clippers but what that does and what i have noticed and even in the regular season every game they play the clippers it takes so much out of them that they can't perform immediately after and, and that's going to be a concern in, in my view um, if the Lakers meet the Clippers in the playoffs. It's like, yeah, y'all going to come out hard for game one, but AD might be injured game two and three trying to keep up. You know, like, I feel like, like they just don't have the stamina, the fortitude to be able to play at a consistently high level against that team. They take so much out of the Lakers.
3: Could it be because they're so – they're they just become mentally drained that they – I think playing them at every win is proven that they could do it so much so that they're mentally drained and everything else is like, uh, we don't worry about that.
0: Dude, I think we talk talking about regular season letdowns, though. I mean, yeah. we're disrespecting LBJ right now. This guy – this guy's a proven, proven winner in playoffs especially. So I I think he knows if anybody, more more so than anybody else in the league, he knows how to pace himself because I think he's been through every type of series, you know, with every type of – I guess every type of talent level. So as far as him getting too up for one game and not understanding what it means to be down 3-0 or up 3-0, you know, he's been through every experience. So he he has an advantage there that other teams like the Clippers might not even have.
1: Well, my, my concern isn't even really um, LeBron because I think he has developed over the course of his career. Like, you can't deny how many times he's been in the playoffs, how many times he made it to the finals. I think he's built to be able to deal with kind of the emotional wear and tear of playing in those series. AD is not built for the play. What have he shown us in, in prior playoffs? He breaks down. And, and and honestly, I, I was having this discussion um, just yesterday. AD is going to come out, his first series, he's going to like kill it, kill it. Vintage AD. And by the time we get to round two, by the time we get to the Western Conference finals, y- you're going to see he's going to break down. He just don't have the longevity uh, within a playoff setting to really be that guy. So my concern isn't, LeBron, I'm more concerned about the second part of that equation, which is A D.
0: Yeah, and I and I think I I I sound like one of those LeBron guys right now, but I I, I think I don't want to sound like one of those, but I'm just saying that LeBron has made Chris Bosch and the likes of Kevin Love uh look better than they ever looked before LeBron got with them, you know, and, and have taken on a certain type of personality and attitude. And I'm thinking he's, he's 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 been mentoring AD for these moments. So I just think looking at AD's track record and past is not the same as looking at him, looking at him with the mentorship and playing with somebody like LeBron,
1: um, you know, for a whole year and being around him. I mean, I mean, has has he mentored AD physically? Because I don't mind AD's mentality mm-hmm. being successful. I mind his body. Not- I mean,
0: he's been working out with LeBron, too, now. You know, you, you always see the workout tapes. They work out together. So, I, I think I think he, he's learning everything that LeBron has done. LeBron had his cat over here for Taco Tuesdays, man. So, he's been, like, <laughs> literally, like, spending his whole life with LeBron. And that's a good person to spend your, uh, spend your time with, because you know you're talking about somebody that's sustained his body for 17 years at the highest level. so A.D. has to be picking his brain, picking him about nutrition, workouts and all those things, so I, can, I have to give him the benefit of the doubt. No, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a prophet.
3: I don't agree with Dion for one simple reason. He got poked <laughs> eye. How often you get poking eye? AD. got poked eye. <laughs> so <laughs> so so I'm agree with Dion. I, We'll see what happens. He get, he, broke, he, he, he can't. He, he can't sustain himself because he got
0: poked in the eye. Come on, he was out. He had yeah, a what are you saying?
2: What are you saying? I'm saying that
3: <laughs> some type of injury. I'm not wishing may occur on him. He may be his body may be right, but he may lose a tooth or, or, or cause him to, to something. <laughs> it seems to happen with AD. How you get poked in the eye and literally he got poked in the eye. He fell on the floor. He left the game. He couldn't see. He missed practice.
1: Okay. All right. Well, well, let's let's swing this back around um, to the NBA Bubble Awards. And the last award um, that we should talk about is the coach. Who was the best coach in the NBA Bubble? We'll start with Phil.
3: Monty Williams, the best coach in the bubble. I text this out to y'all. He's the bubble MVP, the, be, the bubble, best coach in the bubble, as I repeated last week. This week and forever, he was the best coach hands down.
1: Okay, um, Kelvin. Um,
0: yeah, I, I mean, I guess I, I guess I would have to agree, agree with Phil. But I, you know, who cares who the best coach was in the bubble? Just to just to get on Phil's nerves a little bit too, because he's too hyped for this one right here. <laughs> but so I, I mean, I guess I would go Monty. Just the fact that it,
2: it is nice to go eight zero. Yeah. Evan? I'm going Brad Stevens, an extension of the bubble. What? what? Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens. Why you say Brad Stevens? Eh. I think, well, one, I think he's coached very well. He's played high competition. Let's be honest. Phoenix played Sixers without Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. This 8-0 is not really an 8-0. It's not like they, they had a lot of good opportunities where they played teams that were down. Yeah. So, I'm going to go Brad Stevens.
3: No, 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 no! You cannot discount their A and O. A and O is A and O.
2: a little bit Phil.
3: I guess I was trying to see what, who
0: had the most on the line during the bubble. So whoever had the most on the line, i only going by those coaches. I, I would, I would think. So I, I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I I have to agree with. Phil and our listeners, you should take note, because this is not going to happen very often. <laughs> um, but I do agree. Um, Monty, Monty is definitely that coach. He, he gets the best coach in the bubble award from me thank you for tuning in to another episode of a lady and some dudes um please remember to follow us like share we are on facebook and instagram our facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign some dudes our handle on instagram is a lady and some dudes everything is spelled out so that's a lady a and d some dudes until next time <laughs>